getting you on your way in style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon on KISS 92. Whether you're on your own or you're with a loved one, I wish for you a happy Valentine's. Come on now. Chance for you to win a $100 dining experience from Meat Shillin, a new Korean barbecue restaurant here in Singapore that specializes in lamb. Okay, we're going to go beyond the headlines in other news as well. We're still in the Lunar New Year season. Uh, but with us on the show is Daphne Koo. Real quick, what was it like hanging out with Callum Scott hosting our intimate Valentine's Day meet and greet session? You know what? You've got to interview him before, right? Like ages in ago. Ages ago. But it's he's honestly the nicest, like the nicest person I've ever met. Like Aww. it was the easiest interview because he literally just sat down and was like, Hi Daphne, nice to meet you, blah blah blah. Like really sat down and, and you know, made eye contact. Yeah. And just like had a real conversation with, with everyone there and myself and like really thought I mean, these people asked like they wrote in questions, that was a challenge. So all of them had really thoughtful, amazing questions. And he would take time, you know, yes. to we thought it would just go by really fast, like question, answer, question, answer. But he really took time to think about it and give us answers and he was super candid and just like really genuine yeah so it was actually like a wonderful experience did you slip him an mp3 i did not because it's 2024 (laughs) (laughs) just send him a link to one of your songs because i think the two of you make a killer collaboration on a song together oh my gosh i would just die no he he said he they asked him who he would want to collaborate with and he was like dolly parton and whitney houston like that sounds right that sounds good or daphne (laughs) koo Come on now. I'm not talking to Callum Scott, by the way. I wish. Why? Because when I first spoke to him, I asked him, you know, where he would take me on a vacation to, just oh. randomly. It's like, let's go to Greece, babe. Let's go to Greece. And Why he never not? took me to Greece. Oh. So I'm not talking to I, him. Oh, okay. Mm. Callum Scott. Ah. You're on your way. I'm on my way. With Joshua Simon. Kiss Valentine's Day news right now. What? In other news, news that may not have made the front page but are worth diving into. In the spirit of love, everyone say love. Love. Why aren't you that? Say love, la, what la? Okay, well, we are going to show some love to our furry friends that we consider family here in Singapore, our pets. And this is not happening today. This is happening 10 days from now on the 24th of February, organized by SPCA. If you're still single by then, you can already start to book. It's a two and a half hour Valentine's Day event. Singles Mingle. Jillian, our producer, has all the details. What's up? Yes. So mark your calendars. It's only $50 per pack. You get to chill with the shelter animals and with fellow singles. You know, even if you don't match with any humans during the event, you can probably find your perfect match. Oh, uh, <laughs> confirm or match one. Confirm one. You see, that's like an indicator for me. That's a very, very strong indicator. When I get to know someone in the dating process very, very early on, I want to know whether they are a cat or dog person. Mm. And if they say neither, I'm like, hmm. Mm. You better come up with bird or something, tortoise or something, hamster. Oh no, I'm leaving. If you say reptile, I'm a bit like sus really. Because like, uh, I, I, I know it's like some people overseas, they have like pets of snakes and all that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. in Singapore, cannot. Okay, but like some people are into that. Like even if you have like an 
ant farm or something like you get to like some people have that right where they have like ants yes and then they create like they observe the ants and everything I mean sure to me you're like a mastermind you're like you're, okay. you have like big brain energy you know okay. so I'm like okay that's still kind of cool <laughs> but like I learn a lot about someone based on the empathy that they have for animals yeah. right because that, that builds character so I think that's a perfect way to meet some of I mean let's not go there with the intention of like okay just go there with the intention of hanging out with the animals potentially meeting someone new mm-hmm. But really, spending time with animal lovers and with the animals. This event is at 50 Sungai Tengah Road, uh, which has housed the organization's premises since 2016. So it's an old school building. It's a landmark here in Singapore. You have to know it uh, if you love your animals here. And maybe that can also spur you on to be on a journey to volunteer, to be involved with future SPCA events okay how do we sign up because i know there's like a form correct you can go to spca's facebook so this is spca singapore you'll Mm. find the link there to the google form and just so you all know right all proceeds will be going towards the spca's animals smart a singles mingle event on the 24th of february just 50 dollars per person uh, organized by spca keeping you company on your way home Joshua Simon, Kiss 92. And I want to say stop it, huh? Stop it, huh? Hey. Stop it, huh, you guys? But the dilemma that I have right now is I don't actually know who to say stop it, huh, too. But let's look at the problem first, right? This is something that I've had experienced firsthand many, many years ago. Believe it or not, even though I love my tech, there was a period of time where I was very stubborn. I refused to learn digital banking. I refused to download Uber or Grab or Gojack. Because when it comes to flagging a cab, there's the excitement, the anticipation of what's around the bend, what's around the corner. You're hoping, anticipating the green light to approach and then you raise your hand out, you wave and then the car stops. There's a sense of satisfaction that I've always felt since I was a teenager when I could finally book a cab or take a cab. I refused to call for a cab. But there was one day, it was late at night after work. I was trying to get home. I was exhausted. And no matter how long I stood by the roadside, even if I saw a green light, I would wave and wave and the driver would just drive past. And that would anger me, it would fill me with so much rage. And I didn't like that feeling. I told myself, next day, I'm going to go straight to Bukit Batok Driving Centre. I'm going to learn how to drive. I downloaded all the apps. I downloaded Ride, Grab, Gojek, everything. So when I need a car, like many of us do, we open multiple applications to try to find a car. Now, this habit was heightened over Lunar New Year, right? Everyone had somewhere to be. Even if you were not visiting, you would have to maybe have food delivered to you because a lot of restaurants were closed or you want to maybe go visit your friends or you want to pick up something from their house. Like I had to order a Grab Express, get a delivery man to deliver some ngohiang that my mom made over to my house before I went over to a friend's place, right? A lot of us utilized it. A lot of us just closed one eye. We expected that the rates were going to be very high. And then, am I, am I? It's just Lunar New Year. We'll make it back in the Angpao. But here's a group of people we've forgotten about. The elderly, right? There's a story making its rounds about this old grandmother who stood by the roadside, flagging and flagging. She could not get a car. Almost to a point where it's about an hour. She went to a taxi stand. No taxis went there. And based on my personal experience, right? I find taxi stands quite useless these days. Like, I will go to a taxi stand, I would never find a taxi there who actually wants to pick up someone 
at the taxi stand. Usually, it's just a drop-off point for people who are booking Grab or whatever. So, rebrand it lah. What's the point of calling it a taxi stand if no taxis are there? And many cab drivers also use Grab and all that to get their customers. So, it's so rare to actually find a green taxi who will stop for you unless you're at the airport. So, this poor grandmother was standing there. She did not know how to download Grab or connect her bank card to it. And she was so frustrated. And I bet she's not the only one. So, I want to say stop it, uh, but... You see what I mean? I don't know who to say stop it out to. There has to be a way for the elderly uh, to be able to book a car, especially when they really need to as well. If in terms of emergencies, the risk of them having, the, the, the chance of them having to, to really get need to get transport fast is very high compared to us young folk that can I ah, just take train law you know so we have to do something and the story kind of ends there with many media outlets reporting about this auntie story but nothing at this moment is being done so if you know of a solution dear listener please share it what's that mean 8855-0920 on how we can help the elderly who are trying to simply get a taxi they're calling no one's picking up car's not available they don't know how to use Grab then how? What's that mean? Your thoughts? Take me home. Getting you on your way. Yeah. Joshua Simon on Kiss ninety two. The ick factor. Ugh, the ick factor. Now this is a term that Gen Z uh, uses quite often. They understand it quite well. But for the millennials and before, even though we may not be familiar with the term, the ick factor. We understand it all too well. Okay, it is that moment when you're dating someone or you just made a new friend and, you know, your eyes are so big, you're full of wonderment. You're like, wow, this person is the greatest person ever. And then they do that one thing that makes you go, ugh. (laughs) The ick factor. I think we all have crossed this for sure. Okay, it is that moment where you realize that this is either a habit that they have, which is kind of gross, or there is a, a, a character trait about them, or even sometimes even a physical trait that makes you go, ugh. And the unfortunate thing is, a lot of couples don't survive the ick factor. <gasps> they really? get so grossed out by it, they think, oh, this is a red flag, another Gen Z term. And they're like, okay, I have to quickly exit because I found their ick factor. It's grossing me out. I can't live with it. Mm. Nor am I going to change this person. So I'm just going to exit. I like to encourage everyone to breathe past the ick factor and find a way to look at it and go, oh, okay, that is their thing. And I'm sure we all have our own things that make people go ill about. We shouldn't be ashamed about it, you know? So I'd love to hear from you what your ick factor is with your partner. Okay, just in time for Valentine's Day, let's talk about it. Okay, there's that one thing that initially maybe made you go, oh, but you learn to love it or you learn to help that person change. Mm. Uh, Producer Jillian Summers, let's take an example from you. You are in a relationship. I am. Have you found the ick factor in your boyfriend? Resounding yes. Okay, what is it? What is it? (laughs) He did not brush his tongue. I don't like when people have bad dental hygiene. Okay. And so when you stick your tongue out, you can see all the white stuff that's on it from like decades. I don't know how long. Okay, okay. In in defense of your boyfriend. Daryl's a nice guy. Okay, I gotta defend him. Okay, really, from young we are not we are not taught to to do that because we're told that you know because I, I think our parents' generation they use a tongue scraper. Oh, yes. And I, I know it's I guess it's good dental hygiene and practice to do so. But I heard it also kills. Um, what what is your tongue? What is the thing on your tongue? Taste buds. I uh, that. <laughs> 
Sorry, my brain left me for a while. Like, I heard it kills your taste buds, and then over time, oh. you lose the sensation of your taste. Oh my! But then I've also heard from other friends that no, it is important to brush your tongue. Okay, so you found out that your boyfriend doesn't brush his tongue. Mm. Have you spoken to him about it? Yes, and he has ever since rectified it. So wow. thank God. <laughs> okay, what is your ick factor? The thing about your partner that initially made you go, ugh. Have y'all managed to overcome it yet? Or are y'all still working on it? And I bring this up because a couple of days ago was the Super Bowl halftime show, right? Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift was in the audience supporting her man who plays football because apparently that's what the Super Bowl actually is about, not just the halftime show, y'all. Wow. Mm -hmm. So what's his name? Travis Kelsey. In my mind, I just know him as Taylor's guy who plays a sport of some sort. Okay, he had a microphone put in front of him because he had just won like a cup or a trophy or something. He won the NFL. Mm, good for him. <laughs> and then uh, he had a microphone in front of him. And this is what he did, y'all. Las Vegas! Viva Las Vegas! Viva! Viva Las Vegas! Find the note, sweetie. In that moment, the camera cut to Taylor Swift's face and she had a bit of a cringe. Honestly, right? If I was me, I think like she was just trying to relax her face from smiling too much. You think so? Because <laughs> everyone started making fun of the relationship. It's like, oh, she just found the ick factor. Oh. She just found the thing that grossed her about him. But you know what? It is completely normal mm-hmm. to have the ick factor. Actually, real triumph in a relationship is when you get over these kind of hurdles. But I'd love to hear from you, dear listener. What was the ick factor for you when you were dating someone? Something that really put you off. I've got one. I've got one Yo. to share in just a bit. Jillian shared hers just now. Apparently, her her boyfriend has uh, poor dental hygiene. Uh, specifically, not the teeth, but the tongue. Most men do, actually. But the funny thing is, after you mentioned it, I'm like, mm, I did brush my tongue today. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay, what is an ick factor for you when you were dating someone? Share WhatsApp me, 8855-0920. And we'll replace the ick factor with a wow factor here. This is $100 from Meat Shillin, a Korean barbecue restaurant that's brand new in Tanjung Paga that specializes in lamb barbecue. Okay, but I want to encourage us to go beyond the ick factor, to brave past it, to even find it adorable. A big shout out to Kelly over here. Kelly says her now husband mm-hmm. has a mole on his face that initially at first she could not get over whenever she sees his face she will see the mole for some reason it just sticks out let's be honest we've all gone on that date mm-hmm. okay uh, where maybe it's a pimple or something and we just keep fixating on it but then she actually used it as a challenge for herself she's like why am i judging this guy over something he cannot change, something Ooh. that he's born with, you know, and, and sure there are procedures and all that, but you never want to encourage someone to do something that they don't want to do, mm. right? This is something that is part of them and she learned to love beyond that, which should, should be the easiest thing, right? Yeah. So she realized how petty she was being and now this man's a husband, she has mm. learned to find it quite adorable. It makes him Aww. unique and stand out from everyone else. Now this next one here, Mano, this is very funny. Okay, Mano admitted his own ick factor when his wife told him, now wife lah, okay, last time they were dating so when they first you know stayed at a hotel together you know they shared the same bathroom right Mm -hmm. he would go into the shower and then come out and then do his skincare routine and all that okay so the now wife walks into the toilet and almost slipped and fell because he's the kind of guy and a lot of guys are like this i admit uh, take a shower and then the entire floor outside all wet one my brother (laughs) (laughs) entire 
floor, super slippery, <laughs> just walking around. It's like a puddle. And it grosses her out. So over time, he has learned to correct that. He will use his towel to wipe or use a separate towel just to wipe the floor. We're talking about the ick factor, the thing that initially grossed you out about your partner, which you eventually, eventually, I hope, you managed to overcome. Well, yeah, you know, it's the one common thing between all these stories that you what? shared. <laughs> They all stuck through it and they are all married. See, communica- communication is key. Don't keep it there. It only stays as an ick factor if you don't talk about it. Mm. Right? Because you're like, oh my god, 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 god. But the moment you yeah, tell okay. it, because it takes courage to do that, right? Yes. And then you realize, wow, I did it. Oh, yeah, it's not an ick factor anymore. It's something that we can now work through together. Yeah. Yeah. See, that is very, very important, okay? Uh, if it's something that you're still learning to overcome as well, that's even better. <laughs> Big shout here to Rafael. Rafael, ah, this is what many men can relate to this. He says, his wife, every time she showers, there'll be a bit of hair at the bottom near the drain that ah. clogs up. And over time, it becomes a hairball. I am familiar with and this. And he gets very ticked off by it. Because <laughs> especially with the water and everything, he's very grossed out. So he actually told his wife, he said, please, please, dear, can you please pick up after yourself, take some tissue paper, Pick up the hair. No, for okay. real. It can really, if you let it fester, there can even be like larvae or like flies that uh, grow. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a real thing. <laughs> but then, I mean, I can't read it. Uh, buta, uh, you know? Uh, but there's a reminder for all of us. If you are the culprits, uh, please do better. Okay, we got a voice memo from Cheryl and uh, this one is not for the squeamish. Hi, Josh. I'm very particular about hygiene and grooming, which my boyfriend is a complete mess with. First off is brushing his tongue. When he doesn't brush, there's a smell when he talks to me and then I can see that his tongue is yellowish or sometimes white and then I don't know what he has been eating before that. Secondly, he loves to dig his nose while watching TV and he will just roll it with his fingers and then put it on the side table. Thirdly, whenever he has phlegm, he will always spit it into the tissue paper, fold it and then blow his nose again with the other side and then place it again on the table. I've told him several times that toilet is just a few steps away. He'd rather be a couch potato and then do all these unhygienic acts just for his own convenience. And I told him that he's acting more and more like an uncle. By the way, my name is Cheryl and I don't mind him hearing all this because I want to tell him, Stop it, ah! Almost there. You're on your way on KISS 92. They always say we got to talk about mental health, but then they never actually talk about mental health. So on this show, I've decided to carve out a little segment called A Late Check-In. Because it's never too late to check in this evening. Uh, where I bring on mental health experts and I share some anecdotes as well to lift your spirits and power through difficult times. Uh, with us on the show right now, Daryl Tan, the managing director of Goodity, aiming to bring a different therapeutic experience to the private counseling sector. We had quite a few headlines where the government was talking about how it wants to really prioritize the emphasis on mental health, specifically for the younger generation, Gen Z, because their cries are finally being heard. A part of me was also like, yo, like as a millennial, we've been crying for a very, very long time. Long time. I'm glad that now there is some attention put on mental health and some action taken as well. And they're spending quite a bit on international researchers. And the conclusion they got from there is social media, heavy social media use being a big cause to why Gen Z on a whole is struggling with their mental health. What are your thoughts on that? 
Well, the piece of news where the government wants to put more focus onto mental health in Singapore, it's a good thing. Right, but on the flip side, a lot of these resources will go to the public sectors. You've got your IMH, you've got your GPs and stuff like that. But the private sectors, like, are we getting anything? Because we're talking about long queues. We're talking about an influx of people going mm. to the public sectors. Recently, I just had a conversation with someone. They tried to book an appointment to see a therapist through the polyclinic route, and the next appointment slot's four months. You're kidding? Yeah, I mean, don't quote me on that. Yeah. Right, and I was like, wow, four months—that's a long time. And the thing is, like, you expect it to be okay and try to hold your stuff together in this four-month period before you see a therapist. So much happens in four months. I'm sorry, a as someone who, who struggles with a myriad of mental health issues, four months yes. is wild. I think with the focus on mental health, more needs to be done on maybe the wait time, mm. you know, the response time. We're talking yeah. about with mental health, anything can happen. A crisis can happen in four hours. So we really need to look into the intricacy of that. And what about virtual online therapy sessions? For Goodity, we do have like WhatsApp therapy, um, Zoom therapy and stuff. The resources are there, it's great to have. But ultimately, I think as a therapist, I would still prefer to see my clients face-to-face mm. because when I see a client in person, we read so many other things like the body language, the tone, things like that can help us to get a lot more information as to how we can proceed with the session. I recently went back into therapy for EMDR treatment, mm-hmm. eye movement desensitization, yep. reprocessing, and actually knowing that, okay, on Friday, I'm going in. I'm preparing myself. I'm getting dressed up. I'm going to go wake up in the morning. I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to... So like that act itself, that entire process, getting there, deep breath, that was important compared to just going onto my computer and then I've got my WhatsApp open, my Telegram open, all the different apps open, popping up everywhere. It's a very different thing when you're actually meeting face-to-face. And I'm also at the same time taking very seriously what I'm going through. Mm -hmm. But of course, there are also people who feel sometimes that you know they can't get out of bed and they just want to turn on the computer and get help so I can see how that is useful as well yeah. always with you on your way on Kiss 92 in walks my friend Sean Rick who <laughs> always so supportive of the show let's continue the conversation I take it that you were listening to the show before coming uh, in y- yeah yeah absolutely yeah definitely listen to the show I believe you yeah okay so what are your thoughts on the whole monkey uh, this year monkey the luck very good you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking yeah. about the monkey earlier, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, the monkey, yeah. The Buk- one that's going around. Bukitima, mm-hmm. Bukit Panjang area. Monkey, your head, lah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was sorry, talking sorry, about sorry. the ick factor. <laughs> Pretend to listen to my show, ni. I support you, ma. Mm-hmm. What happened? Mm-hmm. The ick factor, I did, I did uh, listen to that. Daphne though. show, you listen, huh? The big show, you listen. Then my show, I attend. What were you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing just now? I bought. <laughs> I went to buy Hokkien me. Valentine's Day, you eat Hokkien Mee. Ah. Nice one. Aren't you supposed to be, oh yeah, you're working tonight? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Too bad. I, actually, uh, speaking of Valentine's Day, right, mm. I got you something. Catch. <gasps> Wait, don't. Um, is it a Wang Wang? What is this? My mother told me to never accept gifts that are thrown at me. <laughs> I never, th- I drop. <laughs> Mr. Beast Bar. Oh wait, is this the YouTuber Mr. Beast? Yeah, so you know Mr. Beast, the YouTuber, right? The most famous a- YouTuber yeah. in the world. He has his own brand of chocolates, right? Finally hitting Singapore shelves. Wow. And I'm going to talk about that tonight. Okay. All right. I want to know about the ick factor thing though. Uh. Don't worry. You're on your way with Joshua Simon. Kiss 
Lil Nas X, a brand new one here on our playlist. Where do we go now? I wanna so, don't, stop laughing. I don't know. I just can you be serious for a bit now? Where do we go can you now? Be serious or not? Okay, okay, okay. Yes, yeah, serious, serious, super serious. Let's circle back to what I was talking about earlier yes, yes, about yes. the ick factor. It's ah. that moment in a relationship when you're dating someone mm-hmm. where the rose-tinted glasses fade away, and you realize, wow, they are human, and they yeah. do things that gross you out. What were you dating if they weren't human? <laughs> no, because initially, you know, at the start, you're always like, this yeah. person is the most perfect person. Yeah, in the world. Yeah, yeah. You make exceptions for everything because right, they're right. so incredible. You want to yes. win them over. And then the glass shatters. Yeah. And then you're like, oh Whoa. my God. Hold up. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> what is some of your ick factors that you experience in uh, your relationship that early on you had to kind of overcome? She is going to whoop me a new one if I say this. <laughs> Give me a hint. Uh, you're only on national radio. Of course, right? It's not like she's going <laughs> to listen to this right now. <laughs> okay, I'll list out some examples okay. um, that were brought on earlier, right? Yeah. So, there was one person who texted in uh, complaining about how their husband, whenever they shower, yeah. they would just walk out of the shower. So, it's just water everywhere. <laughs> oh, ne- never bring the towel. Just walk out. No, because you know, like, some, some 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 people are privileged they have a larger bathroom you know? oh, oh dear so wow. apart from yeah. the shower there's also the central area of the bathroom uh, central area where where they turn on the button and then the air dry themselves like <laughs> no like there's a there's a larger space within the toilet itself ah I see I, you see, know? I, see, I see so once you step out of the shower there's still area where you can walk to like the mirror oh, and get dressed and okay, some people okay. only towel themselves after right whereas the considerate ones <laughs> will towel themselves within the shower area itself and then you step out dry. Yeah. Right? Most yeah. people would do that. But then right. this person was complaining about how the husband yeah. will walk around water everywhere. So wow. one time she actually stepped out, wanted to go to the toilet and almost slipped and fell in the middle of the night. Ay ay ay. Yeah. But a lot of people are like that. But she managed to uh, her husband. For me, I don't think I have that problem. Okay. Yeah. You seem like a relatively clean guy. I hope so. Oh Any other gosh. things that made your girlfriend go, ugh. And then that she made had to, her go, ugh. Yeah, then she uh, had to sit you down and be like, Bia, you need to stop doing this, I tell you. <laughs> First of all, she ain't never called me Bia. <laughs> call you what? Uh, just call me... Uh, Papa Bear? No, honey. Is, is it either honey or panda, either one. Panda? Yeah, I, I, I kind of, you know... Uh, I like Grizzly, maybe. I don't know yeah. what panda. I'm going to tell you why I'm a panda, okay? Mm. Because I'm cute and Asian. <laughs> Wow, you just went for the most obvious. You're not just on the way. You're on your way. With Joshua Simon on KISS 92. And I finally managed to convince Sean Rick Hu to go on national radio and call out his girlfriend oh about the ick factor, right? We were talking about this in the past hour, about that moment in a relationship when you realize the person that you're dating is superhuman, like super human yeah, like super they will do things that make you go oh okay and it's important that all of us communicate what these ick factors are yes. that bug you about yes. one another and you learn to overcome it there was one person who very bravely shared something very very honest she said when she first dated uh now her now husband uh-huh. all she could see when she first looked at him was his mole Always just <laughs> okay. he has a mole that like just sticks out loud right 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 and she would be always fixated on it and she had to then remind herself, hey, why am I judging this guy for something he cannot change? This is a part of him. I'm going to learn to appreciate yeah. and find it adorable. Yeah. She moved past it, realized how petty she was becoming. Many of us are like that. Lah. Many of us are actually, we say we're not superficial, but we actually are. I'm pretty sure like with everybody, there's a certain level of superficialness that, that yes. you gotta, you know, like it's okay to, to understand that, but like, you know. You gotta go past it. Exactly. So she straight up said, you know, like, it is not cool that I judged him like that. 
you know, and I move past it. And I want us to always move past these things, these little silly things and remind yourself why you're actually dating this person. So that was when she saw his heart and then now she doesn't even care about the mole. Actually, it makes it unique, makes him stand out from everyone else. There you, you go. Know? So Sean Rick has uh, a, a little thing that he wants to call his girlfriend on. Go ahead, let's do it. Okay, first of all... Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, go home tonight. Ooh, <laughs> you know she does Muay Thai, right? It's okay. You work till midnight. <laughs> okay, no. Uh, one thing, and I've said this to her before. Yes. Uh, and it's something that we're, we're both working on because uh-huh. she also has an ick factor for f- about me. Of course. Uh, mine is that that I'm very naggy to her. Like I'll tell her do this, all that. She feels like I'm kind of like like a, like a parent. Uh, she's like, get off my back. Get out of my back. Get yeah, off my yeah, dad. Yeah. Or okay. Uh, mine is like. She is so messy. She's a messy queen. She is a messy Bessie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we recently bought a whole haul of like, I don't know, like online clothes and stuff, right? Online shopping. And yeah. came to the house, came to our room. And she was like, oh, very happy. Try out the new clothes for Chinese New Year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we had two cats in the, in the room as well. There's wow. an entire, an entire mountain of clothes. I cannot. And we were about to leave the house to go somewhere else. And there's a mountain of clothes on the bed. So I just told her, honey, the, the, the clothes you want me to put somewhere? Or can, can, we, can we do something about this? And she's like, okay. <laughs> and does we, not do it. We have a wardrobe that has a glass door, mind you. A small one. She took the whole pile, opened the glass door, threw it inside, closed yep. the glass door. Yep. I cannot with people like that. I, <laughs> but yeah. it's funny because it's a glass door. I can still see the whole pile inside. <laughs> So here, here's him breaking stereotypes there. The idea is that women are always very tidy, very clean, and then men are the slobs. You know, in this case, I really cannot tolerate, like, a mess. The other thing is if I'm dating someone and we go overseas, right, uh-huh. so we're sharing a hotel room, uh-huh. I still keep my hotel room super clean. I like to feel like I'm in a hotel room that almost feels brand new. Right. right? And I also don't want to stress out the person who's cleaning our room every day. Fair. You know, so I... I Multiple times, I'll be on a date with someone. We travel overseas. Yeah, shorts are over here, la pants are over here, la t-shirts over here, la scarf is over there. Do you know how the towel ends up in the window? Yeah, and I'm just like, yo, this one your bedroom or what? (laughs) You know? Okay, but I will give I will give a chance to defend my girlfriend because when she gets super hyper focused, Mm. she will clean until it's sparkling. So sometimes I'm just over there praying. Let this moment happen. Let this moment happen. Let this moment happen. Please. Let today be the day, please. Please. Uh. On your way with Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. You have been on your way with Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. I hope I earned the privilege of your time. I wish you a wonderful Valentine's Day ahead of you. Seize the night. Whether your love is your PlayStation 5 or the refrigerator or a good show that you're watching or the plant that you've been nourishing, taking care of, whether it's a pet that you have, whether it's your family or your friends, today celebrates the spirit of love, which is the most powerful force in the world. Okay, And all of us are worthy of love. And I wish for you to realize it and to seize it. I leave you now in the big, big hands of Sean Rick Koo. You got big hands, bro. I do. But I'm not the only one. <laughs> you also are. That's true. Wait, wait. I want to go back. I want to go back. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. We're big guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's just, a fit, man. Just when I thought you had freakishly big hands, turns out we are the same size. <laughs> I'm slightly bigger even. Slightly. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Wow. You know what See? that means. We have big socks. Uh, you put socks on your hands? I don't know. Aren't those called gloves? 
Guys, I've been working for four hours. Okay, right, doing this right, show, right, I'm right, tired already. Right. My brain is like turned to mush. Okay, so Sean Liu is gonna take over. Do you have any Valentine's Day plans now tonight? I may. Oh, have late nice. dinner. Ooh, but I forgot to buy flower. Yeah, my guitar is still growing. The flower is still growing. <laughs> Uh, send him the Miley Cyrus song so you can buy yourself some flowers. <laughs> anyway, uh, Sean Ray Hu is going to give you a chance to win something from the face place. It's Ooh. a 70 minute face shell worth $180. Ooh, that, when actually, I'm, for when a I'm face tired, shell, my, like, my tongue just gives away. I know, I just saw it go left and right for a second. $180 facial there. Wild. I mean, like, just if even, okay, for example, you want to take this, you want to go with a partner, great. But if not, you win this facial. Self-love, that's important, right? Absolutely. There I've not go. gone to a facial in a long time. You heard that? The Face Place, you're on the sponsor. Thank you. I'll even say the link for you all. TheFacePlace.s. Eh? Say it so I cannot say it properly. Say it. What, what is the it? TheFacePlace.sg.com. Ooh. Wow. You're on your way. I'm on my way. With Joshua Simon.